0: Show serving up hot and fresh here on the fan. See Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, don't forget. Aaron Jones, Packers star running back, uh, will join the Wendy's Big Show tomorrow at 3.30. Aaron Jones on the Wendy's Big Show tomorrow at 3.30. Looking forward to having him on the fan tomorrow. Also, don't forget tomorrow, It's the Bill Michaels Huddle uh, featuring Andy Herman and Ross Uglum from PackerReport.com from 6 to 8 tomorrow night. And, of course, that's presented uh, by Bud Light Seltzer. Do you want to know
2: what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800.
0: All right, Ryan Wood joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Good afternoon, Ryan. What's going on? Uh, Injury report out uh, earlier this afternoon. Does anything stand out to you of note? Not really.
2: I, it was basically what it was Monday. It was just a, you know two days later. The, the The biggest thing, I guess, is that Devontae Adams and Kenny Clark are both full participants. So you know, I, I think both of those guys thought that they were ready to go against the Falcons two weeks ago if they're full participants and they don't play this week. Oh,
0: they're gonna be mad. They
2: might they might have a cataclysm.
0: yeah, they they might. <laughs> I agree with you. And then on the other uh, side, uh, uh, no Mike Evans in practice, right? That's
2: right. No, Mike Evans. Uh, you know, Gronk is limited. Uh, Levante David is limited. That the Bucks, just like the Falcons were two weeks ago, the Bucks are banged up themselves, and um, they're, they're, they've got their own injuries going on. So the Packers are getting healthier here. You know, that's maybe quietly that's that's a, a really key to this start. Is that not, not only are they four zero, they look really good, right? But They've done it without Kenny Clark. They've done it without Devontae Adams, and those guys are getting healthy now. They've avoided the major injury, so not only they've had this, this this really great hot start, but they're a healthy team, and they've been able to win games without their full pieces. That's huge. That that is especially for a team with Super Bowl aspirations like this, legitimate Super Bowl aspirations, that 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 could pay huge dividends late in the season.
1: So, what about King? How is is he ready to go or?
2: Well, that's the big question. You know, he had the quadricep that he uh, left the the game in the second half uh, against the Falcons and hasn't been back on the field. He did stretch with the team uh, in, in, when they're inside the Don Hudson Center today before getting back out to Ray Nitschke Field. But uh, that that's not uncommon. Um, you know, he he's he's a guy with that quadricep. If if there's any trends this this season early on with how the Packers are handling handling soft tissue. Muscle injuries. It would be a surprise if Kevin King played this week, right? I mean, mm. they just they're being abundantly cautious. So maybe Kevin King is the exception. I, I wouldn't count on it.
3: Uh, Was that? Um, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Did okay. you ask Lafleur a question about uh, Rogers? Um, about his mind frame was that your question or no if it wasn't our project. that was me that was me yes that was a great question because the reason why it was a great question cuz i think um we want to see if his answer was consistent about a while ago and it was and i think he wanted the reason and also the reason why it was a good question cuz i think people want to know why is this offense go from the middle of the pack to number one in scoring and i think his answer uh really sets up to say how it's been happening with the team
2: there's no question that this is a, a quarterback and head coach that that has some pretty involved conversations this offseason and really yes, got on the yep. page i mean that's that's what you see well you've got a, a quarterback like this like this is, I mean, he's playing at MVP level. He's a Hall of Famer playing at MVP level. That's what Aaron Rodgers is through four games this season, right? Mm-hmm. And you put him in a scheme like this, which is getting guys college wide open, in, in the quarterback's words, seven, eight yards of separation. Uh, and a lot of times on a lot of plays, he's dropping back. There's, there's multiple guys. There's more, not just one. There's multiple guys who are college wide open. When you marry those two together, you get it on the same page. This is what it looks like. And it wasn't like that last year. It, it was
3: mm-hmm.
2: it, it was too fresh. I mean, they, they hadn't had the time invested to have the familiarity, the comfort level that they have in year two. Uh, it's just a big difference, and, and you're seeing that on the field. Um, it's going to be really fascinating to see what it looks like against a really good Bucks defense this week. Um, it's only been four games. It's early. I do still wonder if, in the long run, especially when they go up against really good defenses, if if the talent discrepancy at at receiver is, is is going to matter, because this this is a receiving core, especially that is Devontae Adams and everyone else. But when you have the quarterback mm-hmm. playing the way he is, and you have the scheme that is doing what it's doing, with regardless of the talent level, it, it looks pretty good. And, and yeah, I, I you know I, I asked the question today because shoot, we we've, we've heard from everyone else, not just Aaron Rodgers, but everyone else about the quarterback being happier this season, I was curious to see what the head coach thought and, and his perspective, and and he's, he's seen the same thing, but he he went back to those off-season conversations and, and really kind of dialing in and getting on the same page. I think that's been a big part of this.
3: Yeah, I I, I really wondered about that. I also – there's a few guys I also wonder about. I wonder about Savage. You know, he has to – he has to play better. I wonder about Preston Smith. He has to play better. It's a lot of guys you can see that had to play better, but they're still four and zero. I wonder, I wonder, do they understand that a lot of this stuff is catching people by surprise nationally because everybody's picking them at this point, other than Gary, to uh, maybe represent the Super Bowl. I, I know they hear all the chatter because again, they couldn't go anywhere for the bye week; they had to stay in town, and these guys had to learn. Because they would be out off, off for their fourth preseason game, and now you're a veteran. Now that's what they're going to expect you to play better. People like Chris Barnes and people like young guys.
2: Yeah, I guess that's the one benefit of being stuck in Green Bay over the the, the bye week. That you know, you, you look at the the infection rates and the COVID nineteen data up here. It's, it's awful, mm-hmm. but there's no there's there's no distractions to to go out and and, and immerse yourself in that at least, right? So immerse. Uh, you know what what are you left with you're left with uh, being in a place with no distractions with terrible covid 19 data and and really just hunkering down and focusing on your getting your body right and and really just kind of it yeah i i i can't put myself in that shoes but it, it'd be easy to to just see yourself going right through the bi-week and, and focusing on, on what's next at, at hand there's just no distractions here Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, certainly you add the fact that it's early in the season and, and you know, um, it's it, there's, there's a long way to go. So I imagine that there's a lot of R&R and it just, just focus on what's ahead.
0: Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette here on the Wendy's Big Show on 1250 AM The Fan. Uh, we were having a conversation earlier in the show about this Packers offense and we had multiple questions going on today. Are you buying all the Packers Super Bowl hype? Just four games <laughs> in. Uh, and then the other one we were talking about was, are you watching the NFL with the thought of, you know, I, I who can beat the Packers? I mean, if they get each other in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl, who can really take this Packers team out at this point? And, you know you know me, I'm buying in. Like, I, I'm all in on this Packers team going to the Super Bowl from the NFC side. I, there's some AFC teams that are interesting, I think, to match up for the Packers at this point. But we were going back and forth about the offense uh, and whether or not you believe that this offense – you know, can continue to play at this level uh, for the remainder of the season, or do you think they'll be figured out and uh, will regress? If they stay
2: healthy, yeah. I mean, they, they dropped 37 and 30 points without Devontae Adams. Um, if they stay healthy, they have all their pieces, this, yeah, and the quarterback just keeps playing this way, uh, it, they're going to score a lot of points. They're going to get a lot of yards. Um, and, and the difference – I've written about this – the difference – overall it's just on schedule i mean it, it's the difference between last year and this year last year was like watching a car run an engine run with 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 no oil this year it's got oil they're on schedule everything is it's where it's supposed to be it's smooth it's fluid it's night and day um so yeah I, mean, I i think this offense is is on the short list is one of the best in the nfl i think this team's on the short list one of the best in the nfl don't sleep on the Seahawks. And I know that the Seahawks went down the wire against the Vikings team that the Packers beat handily week one in Minnesota, and they were at home, the Seahawks. Uh, but don't, don't sleep on the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's really, really good. Uh, Pete Carroll, good defensive coach. Uh, Last the in the side, league
0: in defense. They're giving up like 470 yards right now. Yep.
2: One game, he could scheme you. And I'm just saying, that, that that's, a, that's a young defense that, that could get better. And Russell Wilson is quite possibly the best player in football right now. Him, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. I mean, that's kind of like that. That's the three right now, right? You can say Lamar Jackson in there too. Um, I don't know. You, you know, I, he, I I just don't sleep on the Seahawks. The Chiefs are um, a team not to reckon not, not to be reckoned with, but the Packers are right there. I mean, they're 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 in the catbird seat where. I mean, everything that they're playing for is out in front of them, and and they're one of the best teams in the league. They've established that.
1: Do we need to, and I I agree with you on all those points you just made, do we need to put an APB all-points bulletin out on uh, Preston Smith? I mean, he's really gotten off to a slow start. Have they talked about that at all up there?
2: He's gotten off to a slow start, but so much of that, when you watch him play, he's basically taken over the Kyler Fackel role where he's he's dropping so much more than he did last year. If someone had to do that, when Kyler Fackrell left, it was easy to think it wasn't going to be that, that big of a, a difference for this defense, right? Because he had mm-hmm. the double-digit sack two seasons ago, and I can't even tell you what he did last year. I mean, it was a big decline in, in pass rush production. But what he did for this defense was not something that showed up in the box score. He was a very athletic outside linebacker who was used to drop into coverage and to take take those snaps so that the Smiths didn't have to, and the Smiths were Preston Smith especially was able to just pin his ears back and go get the quarterback. And it's been a lot different through four games this year. And I asked Preston Smith a couple weeks ago about this, and he said the re- reality is he's the will rusher in this in this system. He's going
1: to so be who took a so who took Preston Smith's role then?
2: Well, it's it's kind of a collection. It, it, roles change year to year, right? So it's kind of a collaboration between what he's doing. I Gavin, uh, I mean,
3: you know, just he, a body. He,
2: he's just, he's dropping a lot more. <laughs> that's the bottom line.
3: Yep.
2: Right. So,
1: yeah, I would suspect, yeah, if you say Fackrell used to drop and then that, and mm-hmm. then, so there's gotta be someone that's coming in. Is is it Gary then that's taking his role?
2: Well, I mean, they switched... A little bit more. Sure. But they went from four deep at outside linebacker to three. Okay. Right. And that's what they did. I mean, they, they no one replaced Kyler Fackrell, so that that role gets eaten up, and it's been mostly Preston Smith that's done it. Rashad Gary's opportunities have increased through four games, but it the, the bottom line is this, this outside linebacker position went from four deep to three deep. Right. You still have stuff to do. You still you still have to do these things. So, I, I'm not trying to make excuses for Preston Smith, but the reality is he's dropping more
0: than he in coverage than he was. A year ago, last year. Okay, all right. Very good, Ryan Wood. We're, we're thank very you, very good, Ryan. Good thank stuff. you so this, much for yeah, coming. Very man. good, good stuff as always from yeah. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press right. Gazette. We'll talk to you again on Friday.
1: Wait a minute, right, take care, guys. Wait a minute, Steve. Uh-oh,
0: wait,
3: wait. Oh, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. did Nick Saban test positive? Oh yeah, we can let you go, Ryan. Bye bye. Yeah, what yeah. Nick happen? Saban, uh, while you were talking. Uh, with uh, Ryan Wood. Yeah, Nick Saban and I believe Tough the guy. AD, the athletic director, I believe, is what Plucker said, both tested positive for COVID. This comes on when? the heels of, I think today, uh, this comes really? on the heels of Florida shutting down their Florida. football program, who has like 19 yep. people who have tested positive. What? 21, now, Steve. 21, now, two more what? today?
3: What?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. so, yeah. Because the
3: coach said he wanted a full stadium. The Florida coach, well, we need a full stadium. He didn't down say that.
0: Well, yeah, Gary, yeah, yeah. but understand want a full stadium. Uh, but hold on, understand the precedent that was set. Oh, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins were granted permission for a full sixty-five thousand seat stadium for their games for the rest of the year by the governor That's of Florida. The governor. Agreed. So why then wouldn't the University of Florida ask for the same thing?
3: What not you dumb, do it?
0: You're trying to make money just like the Dolphins are, and if they're gonna allow a full oh, stadium, man. Florida's gonna ask for the same thing. Cause of cause they allowed the Dolphins to do it. Oh I mean, again, Tampa Bay could do the same thing, I guess, at this well, now, point. Does, does Alabama play this week? Uh, yeah. They're supposed to play Georgia <laughs> on the fan right here, 1250 a.m. The fan, Alabama and Georgia, 530 pregame here so, on the fan Saturday. Is is mm-hmm. Nick going to be on the
1: sideline or what they what they talking no. about? Uh, there's no they way. He's going to be like Florida State there's, coach
0: when he had COVID. There's he no, got to sit out two yeah, weeks. There's no way Nick can be on the sidelines. No chance. What do you mean, no, no. way? Is Nick Saban. I don't care who it is. He's not yeah, coaching. Yeah. It's not happening. He's now, gonna, gonna whether gonna or not they delay game. the game, we'll see. But I, yeah, there's there's no way that they're going to allow him to be on the sidelines and coach. There's no way they played that, that game without Nick Saban. I don't know. We'll find out. Hey, Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North invites you to their fantastic Mercedes-Benz dealership, conveniently located off I-43 north of Silver Spring Drive, just blocks away from Bayshore Town Center in Glendale, only 15 minutes away from anywhere in Milwaukee. Their knowledgeable team members are ready to provide you with the best that Mercedes-Benz has to offer. Sales, service, finance, parts, accessories, you name it, they got it at Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. If you're looking for only the best offers on new and used Mercedes-Benz, luxury cars, and SUVs, and who isn't, then stop by today to test drive one of their latest models at Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Plus... Now they have Sprinter and Metris vans. So if you own your own commercial business and your employees are driving vehicles for you, hauling stuff all over, upgrade. Go first class with the Mercedes Benz Sprinter and Metris vans. Check them out at Mercedes of MilwaukeeNorth.com and then stop by the dealership. When you get there, tell them Sparky and the Big Show sent you. Spartan, They'll take great care of you and help you find the Mercedes Benz that's a great fit for. It's the only Greater Milwaukee Metro best of the best Mercedes-Benz dealer in the city. Great Lakes Dragway, Pick a lane coming up next. Are you buying all the Packers Super Bowl hype just Steve's four games in? Got that job. That's wow, the shoot. right lane. The left lane, how sick are you of Giannis' free agency rumors already? Yesterday, the Mavericks. Today, it's the Heat and the return lane. Are you watching the NFL with the thought, who can actually beat this Packers team? Those are the three lanes. Let's hear from you. 414-799-1250.